0: rick madison rick and friends hey thanks for listening and uh we have a very special guest he came all the way off the mountain yeah for this and i appreciate it uh because we're going to share a lot about this magical place we all have heard about been to know uh lots of people that are up there right now uh michael michael j ballingall senior vice president from uh, big white ski resort welcome i only came down here because the sun was shining down here <laughs>
1: I haven't seen it for 30 days.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a bit uh, socked in, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. You know, it, it. I've been doing this since 1985, since Mr. Schumann bought the mountain. And, uh, um, you know, you, no one can say this is the worst ever. There's no way. Every year is a little bit different. We've had a lot of closures because of wind. And, and the wind is only here because of the low pressure systems and the weather and... but. It comes with storms and storms bring snow. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at at Europe and other places, you know, Eastern Canada, the Collingwood area, the factory of skiing, they've got no snow back there. It's too warm to make snow. Europe's too warm to make snow. So we're blessed. We, we, you know, we take it for granted here in the Okanagan. And, uh, but, you know, we're doing good.
0: So uh, I, I imagine because you are so out there with your voice and your persona and your profile, you probably get all those complaints. And, and, sorry, input a lot as you walk through the mountain, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, you know, you, and it's fine people stopping me. The, the only one that I find is hurtful is when they get on social media and they tag you and then they don't listen to your explanation. We, we can't control the weather. Mother Nature is 100% in charge when you're at 5,500 feet above sea seal. And even, you know, the people that sail... The people that uh, water ski, the, the people that snowmobile, snow snowbike, anybody that's outside doing an adventure knows full well that it can change on a dime, especially here in the valley. And, and so you just, it, it, you just roll with the punches. It's okay.
0: I can't believe you can't control the weather. I mean...
1: <laughs> we tried. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, it's... Uh, and, and I would imagine you probably see massive cycles, because how long have you been doing this?
1: Um, 85. I was I was running Tramps La Club, at the Capri Hotel, and uh, and Des Schumann was in town to uh, purchase Big White Ski Resort out of receivership, and he walked up the stairs. It was uh, early, uh, I think it was early September or, or late August, and you know the nightclub would open at eight o'clock, and uh, nobody goes to a nightclub at eight o'clock, and and you know six foot four Australian, turn down the music and bring me a bottle of champagne. I just bought Big White Ski Resort, and and for the next five, he was staying at the Capri Hotel. Chef Helgi, he loves Chef Helgi's Hunter Toast. I mean, for those that are old enough, I mean, he was the, 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 just the greatest chef at the Capri Hotel in the Vintage Room, and and that's why he stayed there. And, and at the time, the Capri was the most luxurious hotel in, in between Vancouver and Calgary, and um, and we talked. Uh, you know, he told me a few stories, and and eventually Jimmy Nixon, uh, you know, famous um, yeah. restaurateur. He had whiskey jacks and, and, and he took Snowshoe Sam's out of receivership. So it had been it had been closed for two years and he invited me to come up and manage the bar. And uh, within a couple of weeks I was managing the the entire portfolio and and we just we just had a real good time because back then it was Snowshoe Sam's restaurant and hot tub emporium. <laughs> there was there was five indoor hot tubs and a steam room in a bar you know, it, it hit on a ski hill. Um, it, it was just a lot of fun.
0: I've heard great stories about tramps, like, uh, some that cannot be mentioned on the podcast, but I mean, some really phenomenal people have, uh, some rich history there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Stairway to heaven. You know, that we had a very famous, world famous DJ Rabu. Um, and, uh, he, um, He's a local now. He's he's here. He's he's uh, working in the golf industry. He he could he could beat mix on the turntables, and the Kaposi family they spent a lot of money on uh, audio, stereo audio, um, and uh, I was uh, I had left just well, yeah. I guess it was like July, August that MTV was invented, and and it, they didn't go into video until october november and i had left in early october to go up the mountain and uh and it 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 was always you know for the two summers that i was there i was living over on the lake i was running a nightclub playing beach volleyball i was 20 i did it 23 to 25 um living the dream Uh, you know i'm from winnipeg so it was I, i i didn't know anything about the okanagan valley and i came out here with the keg we There was an old spaghetti factory on Bernard Street, right where the, you know, beside the Safeway store is now. I think it's a shopper's drug mart now. And we converted that old spaghetti factory to a new concept called Keg Caesars. And I was working in Brandon, Manitoba, and they phoned me up and said, we want you to come out here and train waiters. So I got in my Chevy Nova and came out here and... uh, I, what I said, well, what's going on here um and we just we worked at the keg and then you know they, they the Kaposi family um come October wanted to turn it into Dabber's bingo parlor and so that's when I uh, I got out of the business and I went to um I went to uh, Apex I and mean, that's where we invented the gun barrel coffee at yeah the gun barrel Soul. I
0: remember, I know the gun barrel very well yeah
1: and uh yeah, but it was at the original gun barrel up on the. No, yeah, no. See, we were we were in the original day lodge, up in the third parking lot, right below the chute. That's where the original gun barrel was, and uh, that's where in, the Spence brothers had it. And the, the very next year that I was working, I'm going around in circles here, but the Spence brothers ended up taking over Snowshoe Sam's, and had it for just about 20 years, um, and uh, yeah, worked for them for for one winter and then I, I i came back went to jasper park lodge where i'd worked always in the summer and, uh, and that's when the Kaposis came and got me to come and work at tramps because if if i could work at the gun barrel i could probably run a good nightclub and we did we we did amazing promotions
0: but but that's always been your background is the promoting like you've you have that you know you have that ability to raise profile and and really push a, a narrative or or a I guess, a whole mountain forward, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I, look, if, if I wasn't about hospitality and show, showing people a good time, you know, through restaurants and nightclubs and, and ski resorts, I probably would have had to go to university and got a real job. And, you know, I, I, I just found that um, I've always worked for families. Even, even when I was in Australia working in media, it was a family organization. And um, if you understood what the family wanted... Um, I was blessed enough that they just let you run with it mm-hmm. and try and experiment on different things. I mean, we, we've done some crazy things over the years. Um, some have worked, some haven't worked. But at the end of the day, it was always pay attention to to the families. Pay attention to why are people going skiing? They're they're going to to go outside the great outdoors. And, you know, sh- sure it's a little bit of, uh, of fresh air and athletics, but it's 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 connecting with friends.
0: Speaking of family, um, is the passing of, of Schumann left a, a pretty big hole in uh, on the hill? And, in, you know, as far as senior management, I mean, and, and I'm sure through the mountain, but have you really felt it this year?
1: Other than my parents, he's the closest person I know that has, has left. It, it hurts. At every, I saw Peter every day in my existence of working for the family. Um, I saw Peter just about every day. Wow. So we, we had a tremendous relationship, and, and it's not just me. There's there's uh, hundreds, um, and, and, and you really don't understand what a person has done for a community until he's gone. And then not only do you start to hear the stories, but you get the knocks on the door that, well, Peter used to, you know, I mean, he's very, very financial support of the KSS football program and the financial support of a lot of things that we didn't even know. Um, and, and of course, we want to do our best to try to keep his legacy alive. But you know, the 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 KGH Foundation, Joanna's House, the food bank. You know, Peter always used to say to me, "Everybody's got to eat." Um, and if we're going, to, so if we're going to pick, you know, where are those charitable things that we're going to do? Pick the ones that every everybody can benefit from. And you know, it's the way that his, when his dad purchased um, Big White, you know, in '85, I think he purchased it for just over four million dollars. Um, you know, you, 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 a lift is worth $6 million today. You, you start to look at the things that he did. And Mr. Schumann used to just, in these meetings, I'd get excited. You know, marketing guy, let's go, let's go, let's go. And he, in his Aussie accent, you know, slowly, slowly catching monkey. And it was always, the mountain's not going anywhere. My family's not going anywhere. Generations will be here. and uh, and, and you can see through the progressions of where we've come that it makes so much sense now, you know, it, 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 the pandemic has, has hurt a little bit staffing wise. You know, it used to be easy to go find 250 ski instructors from around the world. It, it's not so easy anymore. Um, you know, and, and he, he would just, he would sit back and go do your best and, uh, and, and make adjustments and the winter will come and go. Summer will come and go and we'll do it all again next year. So it's, it's been uh, quite the journey.
0: It It's interesting to me. It didn't really hit me how big, big white was to the world until I, I think I was, uh, I was buying some goggles because of course leave the house and f- forget something. So I was buying goggles and a, a very nice lady in front of me was, uh, she goes, she was working with her kids and she turned around and, and, uh, there's a little bit of a lineup. So we started chatting. And she said, uh, I said, where are you from? And she said, oh, we're from, I can't remember, Australia or some other place. And she goes, yeah, we we love, love, love this resort. And uh, we started chatting some more. And it took her $10,000 just to get her family there. And then lift passes, accommodations, dinners. And she goes, oh, no, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll spend... I don't know. She goes, but it doesn't matter because we just love this place. And and at that point, admittedly, uh, you know, I had a young family, and it was really tough for me to get up the hill for forty five (laughs) minutes. So I felt badly about. But I I don't know if a lot of people fully understand appreciate sometimes just how blessed we are to have that so close.
1: We take it for granted. And, and, and that's no disrespect to anybody listening to this program or anybody that lives in the central Okanagan, but in, in the province of British Columbia in Canada, um, look around the world and just look around the world what's happening in the Northern Hemisphere in the snow space right now. There, there's not a resort in British Columbia that's currently hurting for snow. There is plenty of snow and it's Mother Nature snow. And I never realized the difference... Uh, how important that was until I talked to Anthony Bowman. And this was just last week. Ant used to be one of our groomer drivers for 21 years. Um, Ant would go back and forth between Mount Hotham, Australia, and Big White, and then he then he just stayed here in, in Canada. But he met a girl up at Big White, like we all have. I married the girl I met, and... Uh, and, and Anthony met, met the girl and she was German and her family had a Hofburg house back in Germany and and he went back to Germany and and remodeled the Hofburg house and and was running a very successful German Bierstein pretzels and and Bratwurst and, and wienerschnitzel. And, and 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 then the pandemic hit and she found that the baker down the street was probably more interesting than the groomer driver and so they've kind of split up a little bit and but he, he's found a new partner, and, and, and his, he lives, as he says to me, I live a driver and a pitching wedge away from my daughter. They had a daughter together. But he's one of the head groomer drivers for Casboro. Now, Casboro is the grooming company. The, those tanks that you see going up and down the mountain pushing snow um, every night. There's only two companies in the world that make uh, cats mm-hmm. uh, one's Print Off, and, and, and one's that, that are worth any, any good. I don't think Bombardier does it anymore. So he, he's in Austria, and his comment to me uh, last week was it's just like the Schumann family. It's a family-owned corporation. It um, it, it, it 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 designs, manufactures everything under one run roof in, in a small town in Austria. They make them for the world. And he said, you don't know how lucky you are. And I said, you yeah, know, t- talk to me, Anthony. What are you talking about? Pushing man-made snow compared to Mother Nature snow. Their drivers in Europe live to push Mother Nature snow. To to them, it's like driving a Formula One instead of a NASCAR when it's on Mother Nature snow. It, it's just, he says, it's so different pushing man-made snow. It's harder, it's slushier, it's icier. It's, um, and, and the machines are designed that way. But, you know, Anthony learned how to... Groom a mountain on two, three, four centimeters of snow in Australia. We're over here 27, 30, 15, 8. <laughs> you know, we, they, they, we've never had to worry about snow. And over there, um, they snow farm now. They can't make snow on certain nights because it's, it's too warm. And, and yet, th- they've got to get the runs open. And so, what they do with these machines, um, we are blessed. And 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 if people have seen some of the photos that have come off of Big White in the last 35 days, that Falcon chair photo literally has gone around the world. It had over half a million uh, likes on different social streams, 55,000 shares. David Attenborough had it on his website today. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's just it's just a. A freak of nature, what that chairlift looked like. But we we couldn't open that chair because we didn't have enough snow in the unload area. So we just sat there during all these storms and got thicker and thicker and thicker. But then when it gets sunny, and that was the day we took the picture, you got to go get it ready. Because everyone's itching to get in that area because that'll all be virgin snow. Mm -hmm. Since the beginning of the year, it'll be over waist deep. Opening day of the Falcon Chair was something that the locals, that the you know, it's double black diamond, are waiting for.
0: Oh yeah, no, it was probably one of my. Uh, Gem Lake had been had been windy and it opened on a Wednesday, and I was lucky enough to have a friend who said we have to go, and I had way steep snow until about eleven thirty noon that day, and off Gem Lake, and I've. I I mean I had classic music I don't know for some reason it's my jam but classic music just blaring in my in my helmet zipping down and it's so quiet when you're on that kind of powder and you have classical music and I just it was euphoric and I just thought to myself this is truly you know one of those top five moments of my life
1: an hour away from your house
0: an hour away from my house
1: yeah yeah
0: now um, real estate. Big whites, of course, got a ton.
1: Let me let me just finish on the Gem Lake because okay. I, th- I think it's important that you know not only your listeners but listeners, your listeners are also if they're skiers and snowboarders, they're promoters of our product. Now, the Gem Lake is eight thousand feet long, twenty five hundred vertical feet. If you were designing that lift today, you would probably put the the, the offload station about a hundred meters lower. But at the top of Gem Lake, which nobody actually understands. There's a natural spring pond there called Golden Pond. Mr. Schumann originally wanted to call that lift On Golden Pond ha- after the Henry uh, Henry, Fonda. Henry Fonda movie. And, and, you know, like Mr. Schumann wanted to call the kids' center, it's a small world. I'm sure Disney would have a problem with that.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Um,
1: but he insisted that the unload was at, on, uh, at, at the pond because he thought of summer business and eventually people would want to go hiking up there. And so that the, the the wind up there is just it it it's horrific some days and, you know, people think that we want to open that parking lot we want to open that lift. Big White's budgeted to open everything every day that we're open, um, and and it, that's what people come for to enjoy all of it. Um, but Mother Nature sometimes disagrees with us, and uh, and we have you know it it there's one thing that we never scrimp on and that's safety. If the call, is. It's safer not to do it. I'll put mm-hmm. up with the complaints, because I didn't put anybody in jeopardy, anybody, including your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's you know night skiing's the same as that, and you know running people off on the powder chair has some <laughs> unique circumstances. Th- these are all things. Yeah, we make mistakes, you know. And 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 and, uh, and if you got to walk a little bit, we're sorry, but uh, that's that's the cost of of being at such a, a great resort, a world class resort, right here in your backyard.
0: Is there a wish list for you of, of things that you would, if you had the ability to, to, to change some terrain or change something on the mountain, is there something that you've always thought, man, I wish we had... So you talked about lowering it 100, 100 metres, but is there anything else that you would fundamentally like to change or tweak?
1: Our, our, our debate is always more lifts or more ambience. I'm, I'm all about culture, ambience, food and beverage, Um, it's really hard to run a resort five months of the year. You know, you look at the great resorts around the world, and and they have a very good winter, spring, fall, summer business. Um, Their their main business might be just winter, but they can keep their chefs and some of their key staffs on. And and for us, you know, the the pandemic, the the problem's been uh, in the food and beverage areas. You know, we, we, we can't find a cook to save our lives. Because if, you if you're a chef um, in North America right now, and worldwide, and, and you're good, you can go anywhere and get a very well-paying job. So if you don't like winter, you're, you're not coming to spend your time with us. And uh, although, you know, we, are, we we love it when the steakhouse is open and, and six degrees in the woods, we sell more cases of French fries than the average McDonald's does in four months. So they, they do all year. I mean, French fries and gravy, poutine burgers, you know, it's just the staples of being in a ski resort are really, really important. But quality is really, really important now and, and variety. And if you're not trained to provide variety, it, it's really tough.
0: I never thought of that. But yeah, you're you're looking at a very short window and then of course you've expanded your offerings to include mountain biking and the trails and all that stuff. And I remember the first year you you created that and you had to dig through all the snow to get to the earth to build the trails,
1: yeah. Thank you, Mother Nature, once again. And, and and you never get any of that money back. And and you know our our Peter Plimmer, our president and CEO, he, he he's a mad mountain biker. Like on the twenty third of December, he had his stud tire. He wanted to get three thousand uh, kilometers in on riding his bike this year. And he was twenty seven kilometers short. And I don't know if you remember those days, but it was minus twenty five. Oh, I do. And he, he he was out there on the bike to get his miles in and he got them in before Christmas Day. <laughs> which you know, which is which is great for us. I mean to have someone that has passion, again, family owned and operated, um, you know, it, it, we've always said, you look after the customers, they'll look after the cash register for you. So you, you're always thinking of other things that will bring you back one more day. The, the average person right now, you know, we, we've we've done just close to 2 million rides already this year. And if you look at our skier visits compared to rides, the average person is only skiing 6.8 rides a day. Um, and that was as of Sunday. And that's because of the weather. Mm-hmm. You know, n- normally that gets up to about 11, um, and and it will. The, the weather will change, but you think of all, the, you know, the time it takes you to, to ski or snowboard in the, the, that given day. Well, what else can I do? And and that's where the Bow Wheel and the Woods and Snowshoe Sam's and the Globe and all these other things, you know, restaurants, outdoor patios, you know, especially here in the central Okanagan, pe- people want to be seen. I mean, there's some bars and restaurants in, in North America now in ski resorts, that you're paying hundreds of dollars to reserve the outdoor patio table. And, you know, it, it, it's, we're, we're, we're not like that. It's, it's, we're gonna, we know how important it is for, um, for the Okanagan to see their friends. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, lots of friends have different things to do, but we know that places like the Eldorado, the BNA, Big White, the hockey games, there's only a s- few places that you can actually go that, you know, three, 400 people can gather. And uh, on, a, on a busy Saturday at Big White, there's 10,000 people. Really? Yeah, it's busy. And, and, and I only know this because we're the water and sewer company. A lot, <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. But, yeah, we're the smallest water and sewer company in British Columbia. Um, privately excellent, owned. excellent water, by the way. Privately owned. Thank you, Mother Nature, once again. You know, I, I used, well, it, it's still true to this day. That if you are up at Big White between the 28th and the 31st of December, which is our busiest days traditionally, um, you know, the BC Family Day is getting up there now. Having a shower, that water was in Rhonda Lake 38 minutes ago. And and we have state-of-the-art um, uh, filtering systems, uh, ultraviolet uh, filtering systems. Mm. But because Rhonda Lake is, is above the tree line, there's nothing falling into that water. It's just... Pure freshet it's just pure snowmelt sp- spring water,
0: so but it has a different like it tastes crisper or something i i always try to explain the taste of water to someone, and i you know I'm a wordsmith, but I still can't figure out the words like I said it's crisp it's uh it's 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 clean I don't know it, it, it's is it easy. the it, it's
1: easy it comes from okanagan champagne
0: powder <laughs> of course it's I know. champagne of water <laughs> now um let's leave the resort for a second let's talk about you have you you know you first came on the scene uh you know you guns blazing uh lifting up you know really the profile have you you've have you mellowed over the years have a you mellowed
1: yeah a little bit a little yeah? bit slow down a bit like it, it, it's you know it it used to and and we still think this way every day is how can i convince you to come skiing today and, and a lot of our, our, your listeners here now and, and, and our customers, they already have a ticket. This isn't to get you up to, to buy something from me. Because, you know, we have some of the largest um, cafeterias or, or brown bag rooms, as we call them in the industry, that, you know, you can park your car in and you can put on your crock pot and you don't have to buy anything from me. I, I just want you to come skiing and snowboarding. Because there's so much more out there in the world that you can do. You know, what's important to us in the industry is keeping the industry alive. There's so many kids today that didn't learn how to ski in school like we did. Mm -hmm. Most Canadians over the age of 45 probably learned at school. Most under probably didn't. So they went with their families or went with their friends. Um, So, you know, we we have to figure out more ways for people to enjoy this. Because it is is a gift of life. You know, you... you, um, I've had lots of moms and dads come to me and say, thank you, you gave me back my son's or my daughter's time. And I said, what are you talking about? Have you ever spent seven minutes or 10 minutes or 13 minutes with your child where they're not looking at their phone? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we do on a chairlift. And then you multiply that out to the, the you know the private hot tubs. You know, you're at 5,500 feet above sea level. You're overlooking the Monashy Mountains, and all of a sudden there's a fireworks show that comes out of a parking lot. Now, what is going on here? I mean, this is world class. It, it, you know, Mr. Schumann was always, we only did fireworks on New Year's Eve. And it, he looked at me, why do we only do that? You know, because the, the, the people that are here on New Year's, what about the people that are here next Saturday? And we actually used to do them every every Thursday and Saturday, and, and it just it got really expensive. Now we do them every Saturday. The the three people that work on our pyrotechnics team are the most timed pyrotechnics in the province of British Columbia. I even think in Canada, they do a fireworks show, a ten to fifteen minute fireworks show every Saturday night. Um, so you know it, it and I've and I've seen them put it together, and I've watched them you know push the buttons to blow it up, and then I've also been down there when the buttons don't work and they got to start lighting matches, and uh, and you know you as the consumer probably never see that that. But it's your neighbors. Like, the resort is run by, you know, I'm, I'm one of the oldest now. We've had a lot of people retire. Jimmy Lloyd spent his whole career there. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy just retired, and Jimmy retired, and Kate retired, and Susie retired, and Dizzy retired. You know, D- Dizzy, for example, we named the, the, the boot shop after him. He had athletes from various World Cup ski teams come to get his, you know, their boots fitted by him. Mm-hmm. You know, talented. Kelsey Sirwa, you know, gold medalist, silver medalist, world champion, X-game champion. She, her boots are fitted by Lindsay Bennett. And, you know, so you, you start to lose 35, 40 years of that talent. Um, you can train other people, but it's not so much of what you know, it's how you do your trade. And, you know, those people, you know, that are mechanics or or tailors or, you know, any, any people that use their hands as their trade, they'll tell you that, that, you know, he can do it faster than me, but you enjoy the service that I give you—massage, fingernails, whatever.
0: So, uh, a friend of mine just told me the story. <clears throat> he went to Dizzy's, and he said, "Because uh, he was there's a little bit of, of marital discord in in this family because he doesn't want to go skiing because he said I'm, I'm I'm constantly dealing with cold feet and and I don't like that." Goes to Dizzy's, and his his wife says, "Just go get it done because they are." They will figure it out. So he goes down there. He says, do I need compression socks? Do I need, like, what kind of specialized format do I need for my feet? And they said, you know what? You have an issue with compression on your calves, which makes your feet cold. So if we get boots that are actually fitted for your feet, you will never have an issue with, with cold feet again. Fixes it, and it's it's like out of a a commercial. <laughs> he goes skiing that day realizes he loves it because his feet aren't cold and the family goes, Okay, what are we doing tomorrow? We're going skiing. So it it's interesting to me that you have a specialized service that's actually really good on a mountain because sometimes you don't get that. Well, it, admittedly. No,
1: you you don't have to have sore feet. You just have to find the right boot fitter. And but, that and that yeah. you know, I, I, I talked to my wife about coloring her hair. She doesn't have to be that color. She just goes to the same person all the time and has for 25 years. Now, that person retired, it's the biggest crisis in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a special, special, specialized. And there's a couple of very good ones here in the Valley. Um, but when you're top three in the world, and, and I would put Lindsay Bennett at that, he's 71 years old now. He lives in Wodonga, um, up the Buckland, in, in in just outside of bright Victoria, Australia um he has a d8 cat he's he's making dams um he he never sold his bus company he runs the yellow school buses for his area um he's done it since he was uh 21 years old and and so that was always his retirement plan but um you know it just some days it's just harder to get up and and to go to work and and that's really what we built the legacy of of big white on is is just family, family, family. I mean, Dizzy's, I lived in that house for 13 years. I got to raise my kids there. Can you imagine growing up at Big White Ski Resort and when it was time to go to school, you know, my, my wife said to me, if you don't get a school up here, we're moving back to Melbourne because I'm not driving down to Kelowna every day. And, and which, was, which was fair. And so, the, you know, we have the highest learning center in all of Canada at the bottom of the gondola. Uh, kindergarten to grade seven right now, but they're, 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 they're figuring out a way to have it kindergarten to grade 12. So we can bring it back to what it originally was meant to be, um, a, an academy for skiers and snowboarders that could come and live on the mountain and go to school on the mountain. And then when they got good enough, they would have to go somewhere else.
0: That's phenomenal, though, because I know um, for hockey players, they really rely on that ice time to have that development while still getting their education. And parents yeah. you know, insist on it as well.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, it, it, it's great for our business because our, our managers who are, are just having children understand I don't have to move away. That if, if, I can, if I can figure out how to live here, and we have subsidized housing and subsidized rent and food and all that sort of stuff be, because we, we need good people. Um, and then you look at, you know, the future, and that's what we've always talked about. If we can put two sheets of indoor ice up there, um, because, in, 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 you know, from April until December 1st, Those beds are nowhere near full. And in North America, hockey schools in in the summertime, but also, you know, in the wintertime to have that sort of establishment, you can't get ice anywhere. Um, Now, all of a sudden, if you can have ice on the mountain that that you can book, you can have destination tournaments. um, It's just another piece of the puzzle cuz we're expanding we're going we're going east we're looking at our master development agreement right now we have permission from the government right now to go to 13,000 beds and 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 we're at right about 10,000 right now so we're tr- and we're trying in our new master development agreement it won't happen in my lifetime but we'll go to 35,000 beds and it, it will be what the Central Okanagan 30 40 50 years from now will need um, because the the world knows about us they didn't know about us in 1980 1982 when I came here um you know, and and we've got things that nobody else has, and that's clean air, clean water, and 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 land, and uh, and so it's uh, it's going to get busy.
0: We're going to be back in a bit with uh, more Michael J. We'll take a quick break for sponsors. Uh, we have D6 Print Studio large format printers. Try them out. Give them a call. Get some signs printed. Maybe even for the mountain if you're a business on the mountain. Uh, Pereira. It's a brand-new jewelry store in town on Tut Street. They have uh, beautiful engagement jewelry. Get down on one knee, buy a ring, do all that kind of stuff. And uh, and you know what? We also have Kelowna now. Uh, all the news, all the time. Just click on it, and you'll find it. Back in a bit with more Michael J. Okay, we're back with Michael J. Uh, let's let's talk a bit about that uh, that whole period of our life when it seemed like the only thing we could do was cycle or go skiing and and it was a an interesting obviously pivotal time in in my in in your history as well as big white's history but talk about about the this i mean you must have had lots of conversations with the bc government about whether to stay open not stay open like and we're talking in the after the first year, the second year, when it seemed like every every day I was just expecting something, like it yeah, was to Ma- close March, down.
1: March twentieth, uh, so March sixteenth, twenty twenty. It was uh, it was busy, and the mountain was full. It was sunny. See, folks, it does get sunny out there, <laughs> and um, it it. it uh, Whistler had had closed. We had no idea what was going on. I actually bet a travel agency in Australia that it would all be over by May of that year. Um, I lost that bet substantially. And and when when Peter made the decision for we're closing, safety boom on the Monday we're closing. And. We probably had just over 6,000 people that had arrived by plane. Um, so figure this out. Like, everything's full. It's spring break. What's going to happen? Well, the, uh, the 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 Australians, you know, that were here, um, we had to figure it out for them. But more importantly, you know, the the, the, the some of the airlines came through and sent extra flights. Um, and Sam Samador really helped out at the airport on that. Um, some of them didn't. The Hawaiians, um, they, 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 well, the, the flights to Hawaii were all full. Your, your flight is Friday or Saturday. Um, I can't get you on earlier. We had 412 Hawaiians. They just stayed. They, they just stayed. We can't take you skiing, but, you know, it was sunny. The kids would play, play in the snow. It would be like me and you going to the beach and going, well, you can't stay here. Um, or you could, but, you know, you can't go surfing. Okay. Next. We'll just hang out here. Uh, and, and, and they were really happy. But then, so when, once we closed, then we, then we moved everybody, you know, okay, all the permanent staff, you go home. Um, all the, 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 the seasonal staff, we got to get you home. So some of us stayed on that portfolio. And, and then it, it was, okay, the mountain's now empty of the people, of tourists. Okay, what are we going to do about those that need to live up here? How are they getting their groceries and everything? So we we figured that out. And then we, you know, the seasonal staff were now all gone. Um, we didn't lay off any permanent staff. Mr. Schumann and, and Mr. Plimmer kept them on. And then we just started to figure it out. Zoom teams, okay, what does summer look like? And then when Dr. Bonnie Henry did the press conference when she said it's better outside than inside, I went. Hallelujah, is that a marketing message or what? And, and so I, I, I still use that to this day. But, you know, come the next season, you know, we started our Seasons past sales um, in June. And, and we had a special program for all those people that, you know, didn't get their spring skiing and everything. Okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you some money off. And, and, and that was very well taken up by the locals. And then we had a guarantee that we'd stay open this long or else we'd give you some money back. And and we had a very good take up on that because nobody could go anywhere else. And then, you know, so so we got sort of through that and it was you know six feet apart and the lineups were oh my God, the lineups were ginormous. There wasn't the fact that there was more people in the lineup than normal. They were just spread six feet apart, so look, they just looked enormous. So I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, turn off all the webcams. Don't take any pictures. I had a, a <laughs> megaphone telling, do not take a picture. They'll shut us down. You know, because nobody knew what the rules were. Right. And, of course, then you've got a resort sort of 25-year-old, and they're all sharing houses. And everything else in their life. Well, sure. You know, in outdoor hot tubs. And you couldn't go to the dance floor. Okay, well, they just created one in the basement. Move these out of the couches out of the way. You know, and, and, and so I remember that phone call when, when, when Dr. Mima said, you, you've got a bit of an outbreak. You've had 66 positive cases. And, of course, I, I immediately think, wow, you know, these people are going to, you know, is someone going to die?
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: people were dying. They were young. There was no vaccine yet. And it was scary because you know then 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 Bingo the like the Trevor Hannes of the world, our VP of of uh, hospitality, we just quarantined half a floor in a hotel, and and you get in there and we'll deliver you three uh, meals a day and you have Wi-Fi and you have TV and and please don't go out of these mm-hmm. doors. Well, then you start seeing these names and well, these three people are using their past like what the hell I. <laughs> So, we, you know, turn off everybody's pass, and so we managed that. I mean, at the end, I think it was 300 and something cases that we had, and everybody had an opinion on that, but when you've got 1,200 staff members, you know, the ratio was actually pretty good, um, and, and then so we got through the next summer, and now here comes the next winter, and then, of course, you know, the, the atmospheric river, and the closing of the highways, and, you know, give people their money back. They can't come for Christmas, and oh my God, what are they
0: going to do, and...
1: So it, 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 it hasn't been easy by any means, but it has not been boring. Like, I get up every day, and and there's something to do. It This is a job that when you deal with Mother Nature, nothing is the same. You know, mm-hmm. Saturday morning, you've got 27 centimeters of snow. You, you, I'm driving up the road at 5.30 in the morning because I had slept down in town, and I just want to make sure the plow's gone because I know I've got a 6.30 down shuttle that has got – Forty to fifty Australians on it to get the flight, the early morning flight to get to Vancouver, and if they miss that flight, like right now, everything is full again, because that's the way the airlines are running their business. I don't want to have that bus have to go on the coca Highway. They're not going to enjoy that. So, so then you know we, we've had you know we had fog the other day and the airport was closed, and we you just you just deal with it the best you can.
0: So it sounds to me like you're every like as much as you shouldn't be but you're still hands on like oh. you're still hands on guy
1: you know that that's a family business the entire family's hands on you know there's there's two generations working now uh, peter's daughter works for us in tickets um you know it 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 just it has to be done you know there, there's and and there's there's some people uh, there, there's a ton of people that really understand that um, that, that work on our teams. And, and I share that with you because it's really hard to be a nine to fiver in a ski resort. Um, it, it's, it's, it, you know, the power goes out. What do you got to do? Well, you got to make sure that nobody's out on the mountain or no one, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, when you're outside having a good time and it's still light out and the power's gone out. N- no, no one thinks the power's gone out because, you know, the lifts are going to run on backup generators or backup auxiliary power and, and that, that happens. You know, we, we have brownouts and, 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 you know, we're what people need to realize is that everything that you do down here, we try to make those comforts at 5,500 feet above sea level. There's not a lot of man-made objects at 7,200 feet above sea level where the tops of those lifts are. So the only people that kind of hang out up there are pilots and planes on their way down or up, um, and, and skiers and snowboarders that put up with the weather. So it's, uh, it, it's unique in, in this way. That those that have stayed up on the mountain, or those that have accommodation up on the mountain, that no friends or or just go away, the mountain's different. You you have a different holiday experience. I, I guarantee for, for those people listening here, you know you can stay on that mountain tonight in a slope slide hotel room for under hundred and fifty one dollars. Mm. Like the, 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 that that hotel at Whistler is four five hundred dollars. Um, at Vale, it's it's close to a thousand dollars at the Nell. Uh, in Europe, you know it. it, it but it, it's you know it's it's a it's a it's it's a three-star hotel room. It's shower and two queen-size beds and a, and a and you know a fireplace and every every TV everything you want. Or you can rent a three-bedroom luxury you know condominium with with your own private hot tub, and we've got everything in between. I say that in the people that get it get it, and 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 that's why I think we've been so successful. And the mountain over the pandemic changed, about 28% of the accommodation changed hands. And now I have all these new, enthusiastic, young mums and dads with young kids. And, and it breathes life into you. Oh, it, I bet. It, it, you know, when little Johnny's walking through the village and he's running to see the moose, that makes me smile.
0: Let's talk about, so coming off that, that COVID pandemic, did the did the type of people that came to the mountain change? Like, did you seem to attract more from, uh, like, did less U.S. people come up, uh, more Vancouver, more Alberta? Like, did, did those numbers and those people change? Yeah,
1: 100% Canadian. Like, the borders were closed. Yeah. Um,
0: no, no, like, now, now though, is well, that th- still... Th- no, they're,
1: no, they're starting to come back. You can tell the difference between someone from Vancouver, Kelowna... Alberta, Toronto, Montreal, Australia, New Zealand. I, I, I can pick them. We do this all the time. 50 feet away, guess. Are they German? Are they Austrian? You know, because you can tell from their dress. I mean, Bogner ski suits, you know, they're, they're 1800 bucks. Wow. The, the, the Europeans are the ones that wear, wear them. And maybe a few people from Collingwood, Ontario. But, you know, the technical gear, Vancouver, you know, where, where, where it's wet. Um, and, and their spend is way different. Mm -hmm. Like an an Aussie would outspend a Canadian five to one every day because they're on vacation. Yeah. You know, they're buying souvenirs. They're buying, uh, you know, the, the top shelf. Our, our wines have done so well in our tourism industry. The Aussies, Aussies have good wines. They, they like our reds for sure that they like our reds and they can hold up, you know, people, you know, people in Toronto and Montreal, they're setting their ways, What's this Okanagan wine? You know, some of the wines that we serve up there, they're, they're some of the best wines we have here in the valley, and and they're not cheap. No, you know, an expensive bed bottle of wine here is, you know, you, you can probably get French wine much cheaper in back east, but uh, it, it stands up to them. You know, and and you know, a ski instructor for a day at Big White compared to Whistler is probably half the price, and you know, it it, it it's we find value in everything that we do.
0: And is that part of the the gift or the offer that, that Big White represents to a lot of these people? Is that you know for for a U.S. resident, there's obviously that that twenty point discount right off the top, the hop. But is it do they come here and go? I can't believe the value I get from my money here.
1: Yeah, and I say that you know no, nowhere near sarcastically because the resorts that they would go to: Sun Valley, Vale, Aspen, Snowmass. Um, steamboat, uh, Park City, they're expensive. They're, they're world-class resorts in America, charging American dollars. You know, it, it's, uh, you know it, we, 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 we have the Tomahawk Steak at $120. Well, that Tomahawk Steak in Vegas is $145 American. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we, 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 we try to do the right thing by everybody. What we have noticed is there's a lot more people now bringing their own food for lunch. And, and we really encourage car park tailgating. And that, that, was, that was a, a pandemic uh, uh, reality. There, there's lots of families that pull out the barbecue and the fireplaces and the, and the lawn chairs. We encourage that this is their resort we're just the keepers of, of, of the lease and, and we're just trying to create the good time it takes people to make a good time and and if if you can come skiing we can make it more affordable by allowing you to plug your crock pot in or to, please never be embarrassed by pulling out the picnic basket and having uh, feeding your kids and your family that that's what we're all about there's a lot of resorts that are not like
0: that well i I have to fully admit what I've one of my perfect days i told you about the powder day but i've also haven't told you about my days when i go up and i'm able to grab a couple buddies and we grab you know some lunch we throw on our skates and we go up there and we have a pickup game with whoever's out there and that's a magical day and then we go down at the end of the day so effectively we haven't spent a lot of money um but it's been a great day we've been able to enjoy the sights we might go have a beer or or a burger or something like that but for the most part it's a the rink and i always hammer you on this that the rink's got to open sooner but anyway um but the rink's been a great addition for a guy like me that that really prefers playing hockey than he does to snowboarding but on the powder days i'm going to strap on the snowboard
1: yeah that's the highest skating rink in canada it um you know when I, when i first told mr Schumann, this this was back when there was no village center mall so you know we're 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 talking maybe 97 or 98 and there was a parking lot there between the white crystal inn and and snowshoe sam's and i said i want to flood the ice and flood that parking lot and I mean people are going to skate who skates i said 89% of canadians have skates in their hands <laughs> And, and, you know, there, there wasn't a lot to do at night because there was no, there, there was no, you know, dog sledding. And, no. And, 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 and horse-drawn sleigh rides or tube park or anything like that. I mean, he, you know, when the lift's closed, he said, well, they'll find something to do. Well, they won't. And, and, and I remember when we built the Village Center Mall where the gondola uh, unload station is now, we had a little skating rink there. And then when we, when we took it down t- to Happy Valley, you know, where the skating rink now is, that w- that was the bus parking area. And I said, you know, Mr. Schumann, we, we got to make this into a skating rink. And, and, and it's when we bought the Zamboni that that's when I said okay that we're, we're truly Canadian now and and it's not that we don't pay a lot of attention to it um, the two guys that work it now are from Saskatchewan they love it they're living the dream there's one kid from Quebec that drives the Zamboni I mean, you know he can't believe it he snowboards and drives the Zamboni and that's how he gets paid um, but making natural ice is not easy and it, no. it, 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 it's it's tough and and it's it's been melting for the last four days and we've got you know the the Okanagan, um, uh, University of B.C. Okanagan has their concrete toboggan races next weekend, and, and that ends up chopping up the, the skating rink. But, you know, it's just it's part of our heritage now. And, uh, and you know, Cassie Campbell's been on that rink and, you know, a, a lot of other... Uh, you know, I, you always know when the All-Star Game's on because there's a lot of NHL's players whose families <laughs> lived here, or retired ones, and they come up and they strap on the skates, and boy, do we get some comments, good, good and bad, um, but we try and, uh, and that's the good thing about the scanning rink. We, we want to pave it. Um, but we think that, you know, unless you're going to paint it white, it, you know, it, the sun hits that at 5,400 feet there where it is yeah. and it melts quick.
0: It It is tough. And I, I know the, 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 it's really one of the most difficult things to do is to keep that that ice level not chipped and you get tons of snow so then that creates its own host of problems and i i get all that but i just want a smooth set of uh you know a rink all the time that's that's my only wish um let's talk about events you got uh quite a few big events coming up and altitunes is is obviously yeah. one of them um how how is that because we're, we're actually going to have one of the the guys on the show kurt jory is coming up on the show but how has that has that been? Everything you expected it to be? Is it more? Is it less? Like, what do you think?
1: Well, first of all, Kurt and his partners, you know, God bless them, because you know they bring denim on the diamond. They they they, they brought the Arkells. Um, they did the Island Time. You know, I I, I I'm a believer in live entertainment. I, I'm a believer in in loud music and and that can create its own atmosphere. I mean, we stand in a parking lot at Prosper and listen, listen to old rock and rollers and, (laughs) and, and have just the best time of our life. Um, But do that at again, 5,400 feet above sea level with a band called the Arkells and you don't know now the Arkells, that's not a cheap date. Someone's writing a check to get them here. Our, our commitment to them was, you you look after the band. You 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 provide the entertainment and 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 they took the bar and the liquors and, and I know the B and A and everybody was involved. We'll get the crowd here and we'll manage the crowd. The gondola, the parking lots, the food, you know, the the after hours, the security. You manage your precinct and none of us knew. This was a big gamble. I remember Peter Schumann saying to me, How's this gonna go? And, and he, I said, "Do you want to come down?" He said, "No, no, I'll watch from my flat." And I got a call um, about two or three songs in. Come get me, because there was no way he was missing it. And we went backstage, and he—that was the biggest event we had ever done in the history of that resort. Was it uh, one one night event? Yeah, by far. And he was just—he just—he said to me, "I wish my dad could see this, because hmm. his dad, his dad had a dream, um, you know, that if you build it, there will come." And, and truly, he, that, that, the plaza chair is the first quad chair that was ever installed in British Columbia. You know, he, he, um, I first met Peter Schumann when I was at the Gun Barrel Saloon. They, they, they had been, the family had been down in Sun Valley, Idaho, and they met the Kapozis who had owned uh, Apex with, uh, with the Keg Corporation at the time. And they had flown up and they were looking at Apex to buy Apex. And Peter walked into the Gun Barrel Saloon and, and uh, I had a few drinks with him. And the next night he came in and he said, I'm supposed to go over to this place called Big White. And Arthur Doppelmayr the famous Doppelmayr Lift Company and Des were very good friends, and and Big White was in receivership, and Arthur was obviously owned a lot of money because they were all Doppelmayr triple chairs, and uh, I said uh, okay, and he said well how do I get over there? Like there's there's no cell phones, there's no cabs, I'll drive you over. My my car hadn't been moved for a month and a half. It like had <laughs> ten feet of snow on top of it. You know the 1972 uh, yellow Chevy Nova with the blaw punk stereo. Um, and, and we drove over and it was big white out and we stayed for two nights. And, uh, and on that third day, um, he, he phoned his dad from a payphone and said, wow, you gotta, you gotta come see this. Cause big white has five distinctive bowls. I mean, mother nature kissed big white right on the lips. It, it, it's what is there as a physical plant. It's just amazing. But the, the, you know, the, the Sir Juan Mervyn who, who founded big white, it's mm-hmm. our 60th anniversary, uh, December 8th, 2023. Um, they knew that. And, and what Mr. Schumann always said to me is the comfortable, you know, uh, snow line. You, you don't know the difference between the snow from the top to the bottom on any given day. That's true. It's one of the only resorts in the world that faces South. Now to your listeners, if they know what that means, the sun is in your face. It's not in your back. So it never gets icy like the back of some mountains gets that are North facing. So you're always skiing or snowboarding with the sun in your face if the sun ever comes out again. Anyway, um, and, and, you know, it, it, it was just a matter of time because Kelowna, Kelowna wasn't big enough yet. And if you remember the early 80s, interest rates were 18%, 19%. Yes, and they were. Yeah. They were trying to expand. Um, and he just, again, slowly, slowly, catching monkey. We'll go one little bit at a time. You know, you look at all the lifts that we have in there now. We just changed the powdered chair, which is our newest lift, to a, a quad chair. And then when we start to go, we, we have a big debate where the next lift is going to go. And I personally want it in between the powdered chair and, and, and the Gem Lake chair, a whole other area there with a big parking lot. But most of the population wants to go east of, of the, the Black Forest. Because there, there is literally another big white one kilometer to the east. And that will be another eight, nine, ten lifts. It's all on our our website, bigwhite.com, under the master plan, and and the village literally the, the Black Forest chair will be the middle of the village. Um, if we, you know, and we'll eventually go east. It probably won't be, you know, in the next uh, five years of my career. But boy, and a lot of young people that are listening, you know, if you're 20 years old, wow, you love to ski and snowboard, it, it'll be mecca.
0: The explain the phenomenon of Black Forest. So w- whenever it's big white out which is the other nickname um we always go to black forest and we seemed like it's it's like the the it dissipates or something in there like i i don't know how, it's what that around is around the corner
1: right so so if this cone um the, you know the different different parts of the mountain i mean there's five distinctive climate zones that's why we have webcams people say tell the truth about the weather. I can't put up another webcam. I mean, they just take too much bandwidth. But, like, there's eight webcams that you can see the mountain on any any given day. Um, but we, we gladed that area so you can actually, you know, get into the trees and you can see the definition a little bit more. But it is a little bit around the corner, um, which on those bad days, that that is definitely for a beginner intermediate, that, that's the best place to be. Um, or you go completely to the other side. And, you know, the last sort of thousand uh, vertical feet of gem is normally opened
0: up is it yeah because it it always blows me away that people go we're just going to go to Black Forest it's that kind of day and and, and, and great job on uh, that eating area and that whole setup down there by Black Forest it's just phenomenal.
1: yeah that was Peter plimmer's creation he drew that on the back of a napkin and you know we've got the West Bank First Nation statue there and you know it's it, it sort of that that was okay here's my footprint I'm going east. Okay, you you know my grandfather did the West, my uncle did the center. I'm I'm gonna go east, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's you know it it that's a cool part about working for a family. We have great conversations about the little things, you know, pink donuts versus chocolate donuts. Mm. Um, pink donuts outsell chocolate donuts literally four to one, um, and and but it's what the kids remember. You know the, the the carnival night, bust a balloon, bouncing castles, candy floss. I've been in ski, consumer ski shows in Australia, where the the young man you know says, "Mummy, is this the place with the fairy floss?" That's they they call candy floss fairy floss, and uh, and yes, I want to go back there. It's a fun place,
0: and and that was really curated for because my family grew up at at Big White because they, you know, you're always trying to figure what am I gonna do with you guys? <laughs> like I mean. And so when you have carnival night, and then when the fireworks go on, and we we did the dog sled, we did the ice climb, we've done everything and anything because a lot of they didn't want to go skiing right off the hop. Well, I didn't really want them because it seemed like a lot of work for Dad. But anyway, long story short, we did everything and anything except skiing, and then we, they gradually got into skiing. So it it was really part of their their rich history and and tangible when we start talking about the pink donut. Like, I mean, and, and Jack summiting the ice wall. Like, I mean, that was just a big, big moment. And yeah. these were all just, and the two ride, like, all of that stuff just, it, it really makes for a great childhood. So you're, are you filling the funnel? though? Like, and this is just my jaded, cynical marketing side. Is it just because you want to fill that funnel? Because those, they grow up as skiers.
1: We had young kids. You know, if you look at Jimmy and Blair and myself and Wayne we all had young kids. Those were the kids that were going to the big white community school. Well, You want to take your wife out on a date. What did we do with them at night? Well, let's have a carnival night. And we'll send all the kids to carnival night and we'll get the ski instructors to look after them. And, 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 and literally, we don't have a meeting now when we talk about certain things without a parent at the table. Who's got the, 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 the four to six-year-old, the six to ten-year-old? And the hardest ones are the, are the, the, the tweens. You know, that that 12 to 16, they won't, they won't go anywhere or do anything that you tell them to do. And after 16, they're all trying to get into the bars. Um, when, when you've got, on a busy Saturday night, there's 10,000 people sleeping on the mountain. Um, you know, mom and dad want them to do something. So the skating rink, the tubing park, you know, carnival night, uh, we, we, we try to take care of all that. But you also want everybody to get out of the condo. And you want the Smiths meeting the Johnstons, you know, that there's... N- there's no better marketing tool than I have than a local on a chairlift in, in a bar or in a restaurant. The hospitality that the central Okanagan provides big white ski resort to a foreign tourist is worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I think our, the, the family operation is so important that people don't realize that we have the least expensive seasons pass in North America for the size of resort. We have. we have the second most lifts in Canada. You're buying a lift ticket. You know when when people say, "Oh God, I was in the lineup for fifteen minutes today, I can show you lineups at some other resorts that are an hour and forty five, an hour and a half, and nothing under an hour on a busy Saturday. um that's just that's just the way of life now, not here. Mr. Schumann was always a believer. I don't want people standing around.
0: When's the best time to go to the resort in in your eyes because you, you see the traffic
1: the February, March, big snow months. For okay. sure, you know, and we're we're trying to stretch it. I mean, we would love to have a big April product. Spring skiing was part of the, the, the 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 rite of passage when you graduated high school or university, or when when you know you got Reading Week, you went to the mountains. But unfortunately, here in the Okanagan, or fortunately, as soon as soccer starts, baseball starts, skateboards mm-hmm. come out. When when I see that that driving range on Ben Volen open, I. I, I you know, it just—I know that, that my day visits are going to start to shrink, um, and and you can't close midweek and open on the weekends because snow rots from the bottom up, so you got you got to keep people on the snow, you got to keep the machines on the snow. Um, so you know, we look for events. So you know, I mean, the World Ski and Snowboard Festival has been successful in Whistler, and now everyone goes to Coachella down in the states. All, you know, you lose all your staff because they all want to go to Coachella. Um, so we'll we'll find uh, ways, you know. It, 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 we're, we're getting there, you know.
0: The are you doing golf- a golf course though? No,
1: no. You know, when when golf started up at the resort, when we looked at it, it was about a thousand. Sorry, about a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand a hole. It's now over three hundred thousand a hole. Water, you need lots of water you for do. a golf course. Yeah, Water's a precious commodity in this world now. And uh, no m- mountain biking, maybe some sort of you know solar coaster. Uh, the, the the best concept. Uh, no one's ever going to convince me. That two sheets of uh, indoor ice is not the best oh, you marketing have my, message to have there. You have my vote all day long. I just need an investor, you know. And, and and quite frankly, I think that I, I personally think the government should do it. Um, you know, if you look at Big White and what we've contributed to the coffers of of the, the government of, of British Columbia and the Regional District of Kootenai Boundary, we pay sixty two percent of electoral e and twenty percent of the entire tax base. It comes from Big White. We, we've we've made lots of curling clubs and, and, and city halls down in Grand Forks and Rock Creek and you know in, in the boundary country and things. But you know that that's what a good neighbor does. But you know there there there's there's a little bit of storage of water up on the mountain. You know with Paul Lake at the bottom of the Powder Chair and Rhonda Lake. Um, but we, we would have to store more water and uh, and and we we could do that relatively easy easily. And you know it, it just it, it's just a matter of you know, we've gone from 300 to in 2016 census to 900 in the last census. Um, so it is getting bigger of permanent residents. And there's, there's a lot of um, retirees that love living at elevation. They, they love the walk. We're going to look at what we can do for e-bikes. We think that that's really important, um, that we give people a chance to get out and pedal, where they can walk. And, and you know what? The, the, the problem is, is there's coyotes Wolves, cougars, bears, right next door. They're just there, <laughs> they're, right, just, just they're just out just, there. <laughs> there. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of everybody forgets that we're responsible for you 24-7, 365 days of the year. That's our commitment, having a crown lease. And uh, and so if we're going to run those programs, we want to make sure that you're looked after and it's safe.
0: Is uh, one last question, real estate is it booming up there still, or has the interest rates kind of slowed it down a bit?
1: Um, like everywhere else, it's it slowed it down a little bit. I mean, I used to joke um, when the, with with the airport shuttles. Um, there there was guys that would literally buy everybody. I'll buy a round at, at, at the airport. I just got to go write my deposit check. I just saw a condo that I'm going to buy. Now, th- that was 2000, 2001, 2002, and then we had the downfall. And, you know, it wasn't until... Just now, uh, during the pandemic, if there was things that weren't on the market for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've heard all kinds of stories everywhere about that. Um, if it's priced right, it'll sell within three or four weeks. Um, the cost to build now is getting expensive, like it is everywhere else. I'm finding drywallers. and, 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 and People are making great accommodation up there, so they need great wallpaper hangers, great people doing the brick work and, and, and the slate work. And um, it, when they're spending, you know, five, $600 a square foot to build, you, you want the best of the best. And, and there are some very talented individuals that are working up there right now. Um, it, 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 it will continue. And, and I say that because just look at the Okanagan, just look at the airport, look at what we have here. There's no reason why Big White will not continue to be great, even if you don't ski or snowboard. You you can snowshoe. You you like to you know read a book and and watch your your family and friends do it. And uh, that's what will always continue to make Big White special, is it's a family organization running a family hill.
0: It's very cool. I, I I do think every now and then though you must want to just just tweak that snowpack, like just be able to manipulate that that little just bump that number up a little bit. Hey, does it does it ever because people look at that number. Like, they obsess about that number.
1: Well, yeah. The, 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 we're the second most, 188 today. whistler has yeah. got 190. Um, I look at it. Does it mean anything? You're only skiing on the top 10 centimeters. Um, but, you know, we got rid of the big rocks. We spent a lot of money over on the Westridge this year. Um, you know, to summer groom a run is just over $9,000. Um, you know, to put a machine to summer groom a run is $70,000. So it's expensive. And, and, and to de-rock so that's, that's the blessing of Big White 200 centimeters of snow covers a lot of cosmetic problems um, as, as my dermatologist used to say um, you know it, 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 is, it is what it is the groomed runs perfect um, it, but you know you like everyone else I want to explore and so we, we need to get in there in the summertime and that's the good thing about running mountain biking you get to get in the bush a lot Let's see what we could do over here. And uh, we've, we've, we've mucked up some guys' runs with mountain bike trails, but that's okay. There's plenty out there.
0: Listen, it's been a hoot. Uh, thanks again for coming down the mountain for us and, uh, and sharing this because uh, it's been great. Thanks so much, Michael it's J. It's
1: dark outside. Now the sun's gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. Nice to talk to you.
0: Take care.